At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say, you always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hour number two. Follow the money here on Visa and Dave Ross. Sean King coming at you here from Circus Sportsbook in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. Sean, my boys back east in D.C. are watching. Uh-huh. And uh, now on the group text, it's kind of blown up for a couple of things that you've said. <laughs> One is I got this from my buddy Rob Harris. Sean King just put Ross in his place with a Warren Sapp argument. I agree. And then also, where's Mike Singletary on my list? And Bruce Smith. Like, Bruce Smith, I trained at Waring's Gym, this right. legendary gym in, in Virginia Beach growing up. And Bruce used to work there in the offseason, train there in the offseason. Uh-huh. And he had, like the, the, like, the thinnest legs and then the upper body. Right? And he was a massive right. individual that back then you could try to cut because he had thin legs. Right. Right? But the speed on the edge for a guy that big was So two crazy. things. I think the context that we have to continue to let the listeners and the viewers know. Yes. The the way I interpreted the question was players that I had seen in person. And so Mike Singletary was actually, I think, in coaching when I got into the NFL. He right. was no longer playing. And when I played Bruce Smith, it was when he was with Washington. So he was past his prime. I never played against him or saw him in person when he was with the Bills. And, like, he was, like, you know, in the prime of his career. So that's why, you know, certain guys maybe weren't on my list. And that's fair. That would have been if I had seen them play in person. By the way, I'm a little bit older. So I covered Bruce Smith when he was with the the D.C. boys. And we were at training camp, and I believe it was in Frostburg. And uh, back then, Marty Schottenheimer was the head coach. And uh, only was there one year. Marty had the biggest glasses I'd ever seen. Them (laughs) things were, like, about four inches thick. Bruce couldn't fit in the dorm beds and that was a problem so big bruce couldn't sleep and at that point of his career he's a made man yeah and so he wasn't taking he went to a hotel right. <laughs> i'm out right i'm sorry i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna sleep in some bed that's my size for a man his size right so like you get to a certain point in your career you're just not having it so being from florida i got to see dion play oh boy early but by the time i played him in person I mean, he was on the same Washington team that yeah. Bruce was on. Yep. Um, the cornerback from Washington that actually ran for Congress, uh, that's in the Hall of Fame, the other corner. Oh, Daryl Green. Yeah, Daryl Green. Well, he was over his prime. Champ Bailey was, was a rookie. In. Yeah. Oh, Champ was. So, but on the defensive line, they had Bruce Smith and a couple other guys. So, like, 
when I actually played against those guys, they were past their prime, but I had seen prime time actually play in person previously. I was with, uh, you know, you got the, you know how this works, with all the reporters around, and one of our reporters happened to ask, uh, they said, Dion, do you have anything left in the tank? And he just lifted up his shirt, and uh-huh. he went, yeah, I got something left. God bless you. God bless you was not really what he meant. Right. He meant four-letter words that we can't say. That was Dion's way of saying, you're, you are still questioning who I am right. and what I can do. Like, but how- I don't think Dion knew at that point. You don't think so? No. See, I think with the great ones, their confidence is, 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 is such a high level and their work ethic mm. like backs up that self-confidence that at some point when they start to get old, I don't think they really know. Or they won't admit it, even if they know. They were taking paychecks back then. That was like you went to D.C., you're past your prime, you get paid. Kind of like the live golfers. Yeah. A lot of those, you're going to take that last check. If they're going to write it to you. That's a big check. Those are big checks back then. The other one that I got is Sean King is legit. His complaints and convo around Madden ratings (laughs) are classic. Would you like to explain that why to you? They just, they don't matter. Well, explain to me who makes the ratings in Madden. Who are you people? Who are you people? Like, I want them to have to do a press, uh, a post-Madden press conference. Like, the people that come up with the ratings, like, I want them to be able to, to get on a national platform and have a panel of media members ask them, why is Jamar Chase rated where he's, and have them, like, actually give, like, some bogus answer trying to do, defend, like, how Jamar Chase is rated lower than Keenan Allen. Not isolating Keenan Allen, just saying in 2022, there's not a team in the NFL that would take Keenan Allen over Jamar Chase if given the opportunity. I, I think you're right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, how are you coming up with these numbers? And, again, your first question, if we go back in the time capsule of 2000, would have been, how did I get to 75? Right. Coming off of what I did my senior year at Tulane. Like, how in the world am I, am I saying, what? Mm. I think it's a fair question. Yeah. So you think it's almost like the the officials who don't have to answer to anything. They make calls and they go sleep at the night and well, put their head down and they don't have to answer to anybody. The right? Jamar Chase thing don't make any sense because he's a high profile no, player doesn't. playing the Super Bowl. But I can understand like a slappy like me, you know, this this, this backing up Trent Dilfer, you know, okay, they're having my rating off a little bit. But the Jamar Chase one, I'd love for somebody to get on a platform. Um, you know, with real media members asking real questions about, like, how in the world you guys come up with this? You can hit them up at Real Sean King. Hit me up at D-Raw Sports. We will take your tweets. They got up on you yesterday, too. And you got a lot of congrats for the Juan Soto mm-hmm. pick, uh, the double dip if you took him for the longest home run and to win the Derby. So you nailed that. And I saw some consternation out there about the Rory McIlroy choke thing. Yeah. And I like that. Like, you know, people have their opinions. You know what it's like as a professional athlete in that arena. Yeah. And so, you, like you said, it's nothing personal. Right. It's facts. And it's it, not. And here's what you have to understand. Geographically, when you communicate with other people, mm-hmm. it's not always content as it is presentation. So in some regions, man, you choked. It's not the same as other regions where, man, you choked. Right. You know, so like where I'm from, like you choked means you can't walk short in the clutch. Mm. You know, not saying that you're a bad player or you can't regroup and be better next time, but in this particular sporting event, mm. when it mattered and you had an opportunity to make the play, to make the putt, in Rory's case, multiple times, you did it, then the region, the area that I'm from, we would communicate to each other, you choked. On, on the final round, I was doing the show with Michael Lombardi, and I said it felt like they were trying to do the storybook. So it's almost like media and fans. They wanted Rory. Torchbearer for the PGA Tour. Down with Live Golf. We're going to show those guys. And then, you know, not saying Cam Smith's going to Live Golf. But when asked about it, he was like, oh, you know, my people just don't care. I just want to golf. Which is actually really smart. It is a smart answer. It really is. Right? Like, because I'm, if you're not leaving, you don't want to alienate any sponsors or potential sponsors. But if you are leaving, mm. then you want to leverage even more of a financial windfall. And so creating like this mysterious, like I haven't made my mind up, then right. that's, you know, you're leveraging both sides. Like, which at the end of the day, like, I mean, people want to be like great at what they do, but they also want to be compensated at a great level because at some point you're not able to play. Right. Right. Uh, by the way, David Ferti. The, my uh, guy, I like I like D. Faraday. That's my guy, man. That is awesome. Yeah. And he's he's he keeps with a hundred. That's why I like him. 
Yeah, and he's like he's one of those guys. He's he's got demons. Yeah. He, they're well documented. Well, he everybody shy, does. But he doesn't shy away from yeah. them, right? And so like now he's going to live golf. And I saw immediately out there in social media, it's like, oh, David Faraday, he's just. And I'm like, what? so now it's just the 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 knock is whoever goes, let's find the faults right. with said person. And, and so Dave, here's how I am. Like I like people to keep it a hundred. Yeah. Like everybody's got flaws. Everybody's got faults. But the one thing about Flaherty, like in a sport where it's like almost taboo to like be too opinionated, be too honest. Like even when it's unpopular, I felt like he spoke his truth. And I'm cool with that. Like I'm a kind of person like if you speak your truth and I don't agree with it, okay, fine. But yeah, I respect the fact that you know you're speaking your truth. So absolutely. Like, so there, those are those are the type of to me when you see those names again, we don't know who else is going to go next. But there's going to be more shoes to drop. So I know a lot of people in the golf world are like, oh, we're just so done talking about it. Well, when they keep getting guys like David Faraday, when they're asking guys like Cam Smith after he wins the Open Championship, and one of the questions in the press room is, are you going to live golf? Mm -hmm. These things aren't going away. So we might want them to go away. They're not going away. So the reality is that this thing is, it, it's got a, a mind of its own right now. And, you know, we talked a little bit about before the show, they don't have a major U.S. TV deal. So, like, it doesn't look like CBS, who's a partner with PGA Tour, NBC. It doesn't look like those would be viable options. If they get, like, a rogue TV, and I know the younger kids love YouTube, and they'll stream it. And watch. I don't know that everybody's going to watch that's in the golf community watches golf that way, right? Because it's here's, normally an older demographic. Here's what's being exposed. Okay is all the professional sports in America have a collectively bargained agreement. The players have a union. They work out the CBA, like what part of the proceeds do the players get? And I think the PGA has kind of been operating, you know. On an island. On an island. So guys are leaving because of financial reasons for the most part. So to me, that's like nobody's talking about the, the role that the PGA has played in this. Like they're making bundles of money. It's about time that they start giving a, a slightly larger percentage of the pie to the players and then they won't have this mass exodus. I think in the 80s, for thus, uh, thus people like me that of a certain age, we remember the USFL and the impact it was actually having on the NFL where they were poaching away the Reggie Whites, mm -hmm. the Jim Kellys that are in the Hall of Fame. They were playing in the USFL, and it felt like that they had a viable option, spring football. And when that failed in the 80s, all the incarnations after, it feels like the NFL is just like, yeah, do your thing. Right. Like, if the PGA Tour had taken that posture, like, dude, we're the king. Take your best shot. Yeah. You're going to fail. It almost like they doth protest too much, and it shows. And now they've got, I think, a real problem on yeah. their hands and with I think what's they, happening. Oh, I think they underestimated Yes. Yes. The viability. Right. Especially this quickly. Better make some adjustments. When we come back, you want to talk some SEC football? Oh, man. Matt's It just means more. Let's talk SEC. It, it means more. Yeah, it just means more. Take that, Pack 3 Let's talk with Matt Stitzkin when you come back with us right here. Of course, does a great job uh, on the SEC Network. We'll talk all about Alabama, Georgia. Who should be the top dog? Hmm. Should it be the reigning defending or is it still going to be and still in Bama and Nick Saban once again? Come on back. Follow the money on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the month. Sign up today. You're going to get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, Sean King. It's coming. Premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. So if you want that full VSIN experience, which features the daily best bets email, Every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st, so sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Back alongside the aforementioned Sean King, I am Dave Ross. And you said before we went to break that SEC football just means more. It just more. means more, man. Why, why does it mean more? Well, first of all, the people care. <laughs> And I think it's evidenced by when you watch the games on Saturday, the most magnetic atmosphere that you could ever, like, witness are SEC competition in football. And it doesn't really revolve around the opponent. It's just their support of their respective, like, university. So you don't see that everywhere. Well, let's bring in a former Bulldog himself. Matt Stitchcomb does a great job, SEC Network Analyst and 680 The Fan down there in the ATL. Uh, Matt, welcome to Follow the Money. Let's start right there. Is Sean right that the SEC, it just means more when we're talking college football? Yeah, he's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and it's not just because Sean said it. I think it's also, you know, because the conference hired that ad campaign, whoever it was, that marketing agency that came up with that slogan, it just <laughs> means more. They thought that out. So we, they've done a great job of hammering into everybody's consciousness, but it's true. I mean, it's, he nailed it. You know, Sean, you know, it's a, it's a matter of, of emphasis. And you know that the schools in this part of the country, it emphasizes that sport, college football especially, more than just about any other part in the country, certainly more than any other part in the country. So it's the emphasis and the enthusiasm. And you couple those two things together, it just means more. It means more of your time. It means more of your interest. It means more of your resources, and it typically has resulted in more wins and championships. You know, Matt, let me get jump right into this, and I want to be fully transparent with you. I love and admire the job that Kirby Smart has done mm. at Georgia. Congratulations on winning the national championship last year. But I actually picked Kentucky to represent the east side of the SEC in the SEC championship game versus Alabama, and here's why. Tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Bama has proven that they can have huge turnover on the staff and place double-digit players into early rounds in the NFL draft and not miss a beat. I think Kirby's done a great job of taking Georgia where it was when he got there to where they ultimately ended up last year. This is his first year with a mass exodus Mm of first, second-round, third-round caliber players and huge turnover on his staff. I think there will be slight regression. Am I right? Am I wrong? Uh, you know, I think there might be some regression. There's no doubt. I mean, for anybody to sit here and say, nah, you know, I think the defense is going to look exactly the same. All those dudes that they just lost is not paying close attention to the roster. However, um, I do think that having seen – what they were able to do post 
17, 18 post Mel Tucker's departure, and they've had others. Um, you know, you've got a new old line coach, but it's a familiar face in Stacy Searles. Uh, you've got largely an offensive uh, staff that's that's pretty much intact. You know, absent that big change, um, you got new faces on that side of the football offensively in the offensive backfield. But it's guys that have gotten meaningful touches and carries. You got a question mark at left tackle, but you got talent at that position. So you, there's a real chance that you're probably better, certainly healthier, a chance to be healthier at wide receiver. And for the first time in what two seasons. You've got a guy, a known commodity at quarterback. Defensively, it was a hemorrhage of talent to the NFL. But the way that they've recruited and the fact that you look at Alabama and they say, man, how are you going to replace uh, a Jonathan Allen? Well, you, know, you, you stick the next guy up in there. It turns out he's a Heisman candidate as well, ends up being a first-round pick to the, to the New York Jets. Georgia's got that tap, that capability right now because of the way that they've recruited. The question mark largely, I think, is at linebacker. But you know, Jalen Carter is going to be as good or better than Jordan Davis. And Jordan Davis was a phenomenon. Jalen Carter, though, in today's game, he's actually probably more relevant on more downs. He's a three-down player, whereas Jordan Davis has given you two tops, maybe 40 snaps a game tops. Jalen Carter's a guy that you, know, you can leave him out there for three downs or even more in a series before having to roll him off there so he doesn't lose his legs. The defensive staff's turned over before, and he's got a guy in Glenn Schumann and, who's kind of learned under, under him, and he's got a guy in Will Muschamp who he kind of learned under. And so you, you've got kind of bookended minds and philosophies that you all kind of share and come from the same tree. I don't know that it's going to be as disruptive, but it's an interesting point because you look at the roster turnover and people talk about that, but that's college football, right? You're guaranteed roster turnover. What you aren't guaranteed is having to work with new coaches every year. And this is definitely, a, in many ways, a first for him. However, I think the East accommodates him. I mean, I really do. I think the East division, um, I think Tennessee is probably a more likely contender, um, although I see what you're looking at perhaps in Kentucky uh, with the return of Will Levis. But, you know, they've got their own departure. Uh, at the offensive coordinator spot with Liam Cohen going back out mm -hmm. to the LA Rams. So, yep. um, I think that could prove to be a little bit more disruptive to their ecosystem than George's just because you've got the Todd Munkin, you've got the coordinator spots. Cause right. We, the, the three most influential people on a team, right. Are typically on a field. We'll call it four. If depending on where they're calling the game from, one coordinator is usually up one's down. But it's the quarterback, the head coach, and the two coordinators. And it's, if you got stability around those positions, you've got yourself a chance in this game. And they did have to have new faces at D coordinator at Georgia um, from a role standpoint, but they're known commodities and guys that share a philosophy. So I think that takes some of the turbulence of that turnover out a little bit for Georgia. And I'm, gl I'm glad that you actually brought up Tennessee, Matt, because I it came down, because I like Hendon Hooker and Will Levis. Mm -hmm. I actually sided with the Wildcats just because of Coach Stoops' tenure yeah. in the conference where I feel like you know Coach Hypo is still going relatively inexperienced. I know they had a lot of success initially year one. I thought people were more film on him. You know, Arkansas running the same system, maybe some adjustments they would make you know, for Tennessee, but yeah. it, it did come down to those two schools. Oh, man. Well, and you look at what Coach Stoops has done in Kentucky and um, the, not just stability, right? Because they're not just like, ah, oh, you know, we win six or seven games and we're happy with that. No, they've put together a couple of 10-win seasons now, and they've become a destination school for guys that might be in other programs that are looking for opportunities elsewhere. So there's no question that they could easily prove to be a contender in, in previous opportunities, last season being one of them, uh, and the previous being, what, an 18, I want to say, um, where they could have wrapped up the division and then they run into the buzzsaw in Athens, Georgia. So um, they are much improved. And, and Tennessee, I think a lot of people like about them is just the whole concept of a puncher's chance, right? Because Hendon Hooker is probably one of the more underappreciated, even though I'm seeing a lot of preseason lists that have them high quarterbacks in the conference that guy's legit and that system is built for him to pile up numbers and he's capable of doing it you catch a defense on an off night you know georgia lost to south carolina a couple seasons ago mm -hmm. at home and it was borderline inexcusable well georgia beat georgia that day south carolina just happened to be on the field tennessee 
Tennessee could beat Georgia on an off day. I do think that. I mean, I do think that they have enough offensive weaponry and philosophy, the way they attack defenses, that if you're not dialed in, there's a chance that uh, they walk out of your out of your stadium and they got and they got them in Athens this year with a victory. I, I don't know that it's likely, but I think the likelihood is higher this year certainly than it was last year due to all the things you were talking about, Sean. Matt, we only have about 90 seconds to go, and I don't know if you can answer this in 90 seconds, but with all the turmoil in the offseason here with Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban, right, is that going to make Nick go scorched earth with Alabama? They're the betting favorite not only to win the SEC, but win the national championship. Or do you think he takes a step back and says, all right, maybe I need to be a little bit softer, gentler. What's going to happen with Bama this year? No, I don't think there's any softer, gentler, anything. <laughs> uh, I don't know that that's on the menu. <laughs> Um, it might be quieter. You know, <laughs> he might say fewer words, but you can say less and do more. And uh, I think that that's, uh, there's a higher likelihood of that. Look, guys, I mean, Alabama was a, a year ahead of schedule last year. And you saw how close uh, that game was in the national title game. Um, and so because of that, they are loaded up for Bear this year. And I do think that you know they should be not just, I don't know if you slap prohibitive favorite. Um, in every game uh, that they line up and play. So, um, no, I don't think there's any you know, throttling back or, you know, knock off a few edges and, and sand off the rough parts. I, I don't I don't know that he's got any of that in his workshop. It's going to be fascinating when they play Texas A&M on October 8th. You're going to teach old Jimbo a valuable lesson. Whoop, keep my name out of your mouth? Yep. Hey, Matt, we really appreciate the time. Do a great job, obviously, at ESPN and SEC Network. Enjoy the the, uh, the rest of your preseason or offseason before we get to college football for real. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. There he is, everybody. Matt Stitzcomb, a great job. And we'll see how Georgia and Alabama, how that shakes out, and also Texas A&M. It's going to be an interesting maybe three-horse race. Come on back. Follow the money right here in Mason, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the money. VSEN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers online sportsbook is serving up big wins with our new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. That's right, you log in on Wednesday automatically receive a 20% profit boost. And now you can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It is a whole new game. Back alongside Sean King, I am Dave Ross. This is Follow the Money right here on VEASAN. And Sean, as a Metropolitan fan, our next guest, near and dear to my heart. Yeah? Bobby V. Bobby Valentine joining the program, of course, does Angels pre, pre and post games uh, shows now on Bally Sports West but was the former skipper of the Metropolitans, of course, the Boston Red Sox, and won a, a series championship in Japan in 2005. Bobby, it's great having you on the program. We really appreciate the time. And I just want to start there very quickly because we've seen how kind of Shohei Otani has taken over baseball. People are just captivated by Shohei with what he's doing on the mound and certainly at the plate. Managing in Japan and managing in the United States – what are those differences like, Bobby? And did you enjoy one more than the other? Well, there aren't very many differences. Uh, good morning, by the way, guys. Good to be with you. Thank you very much. Um, you know, there there aren't many differences once the game begins. It's the same game of, uh, of baseball, you know, uh, nine innings and three outs and, and fastballs and sliders and splits and home runs and the whole nine yards. Um you know, there's a difference in, in the leagues in that there's there's only 12 teams there where there's, uh, you know, almost three times that here. So uh, you have more guys playing. You have uh, the same fandom, the, the wild, wonderful fans of, of a hometown that, uh, you know, do everything they can to, to support to support the home team. Probably one of the biggest things is no booing there. <laughs> you know, so if you, if you do bad, someone might whistle once in a while, but there's no booing. Uh, it's a little more polite uh, society than it is here. But, um, you know, when you talk about Shohei, uh, you're talking about um, someone who can play in any league, uh, someone who could dominate any game, someone who could, uh, 
be different, really, every time you look at him. And that's the thing with Shohei. And, and obviously, we talk about MVP with Aaron Judge this year. And in the betting markets, they are one and two, and for very good reason. You know, some people say, Bobby, that because it's a unicorn, and unless you watch Babe Ruth, you just haven't seen this, right? A guy that's that's a, a dominant pitcher and dominant at the plate. Is it easy, easy for you to say that's why Shohei Otani should be the betting favorite for the MVP? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the things that sell is your best or, or your different, um, you know, and, and he is, um, you know, he is really different. And he is the best when he's on the mound. And when he hits the ball and it goes 480 feet, mm-hmm. and, or even when he just hits a line drive, the sound uh, is is really different. Now, not maybe so different than uh, Aaron Judge. And I think, uh, I think Aaron's having a spectacular year. And I think if he approaches that 60 home run mark, um, that'll differentiate differentiate him from the rest too, because, uh, you know, no one in pinstripes, uh, have, have cracked that since 61 and, and, you know, the Yankees rule, they're having a great, great year and all that stuff. So I think it's going to go right down to, to the wire and will depend on, on how the two players finish. It's not going to be about their season. It's going to be how they finish the season on, uh, who wins, the uh, MVP. You know, it's so fascinating. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but ESPN aired the first episode of The Captain. Mm. And it's a chronicle of the life of Derek Jeter. And bringing it to present day, I forgot that Buck Showalter was the manager of the Yankees, and then they went on strike. And then the following year, they lost in the first round of the playoffs. Then he went to the Diamondbacks, <laughs> and the year after he left, they won the World Series. Where here he sits with your former ball club, the New York Mets. Uh, Scherzer looks unbelievable. DeGrom seems to be throwing with high velocity as he gets ready to return to the majors. I think the Mets sit at about 7-1 to one right now to win the World Series, just from a evaluation standpoint, you know, what do you think about the Mets and their chances to win it all this year? Well, if they had Shohei Otani along with those other two, <laughs> I think it's a hurry. Um, that, that, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, the, the one-two punch of uh, DeGrom and Scherzer will be, will be very difficult to stop in a, um, in a playoff short series situation. Uh, but remember, Buck uh, Buck had uh, Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling and, and didn't get through the playoffs uh, with that one-two punch. And, and uh, it, that was as good as it gets until uh, we see what Scherzer and, and DeGrom look like because we haven't really seen that, that twosome together. You know, Bobby, that's so intriguing to me, talking about Buck now, because the idea is – you have an adult in that clubhouse now. And that's been the change for the Metropolitans this year. That at least is the narrative. And Bobby, you know what it's like to manage in a World Series in New York. What is it? What is the role of the manager? How different is Buck Showalter, the difference he's making on that Metropolitan clubhouse? Is that a real tangible thing? Well, you know, it's a real different clubhouse. Uh, let's not kid anyone. Steve Cohen opened up a club, his uh, checkbook, and changed things. Um, so the, the group that won as many games as they won last year, and I, I think after 100 games, they were in first place, and we haven't played 100 yet, so we don't know if which team is uh, doing better at the 100-game mark yet. But, um, you know, I, I think the difference is uh, guys getting big hits when they when they need to get big hits and, and guys pitching really well. And, you know, the, when you look at the end of their bullpen with uh, – you know, Loop and Diaz. Uh, that's that's really been a difference maker. When when they have when they have the lead, they've kept the lead, and uh, that's that's usually a sign of a winning team. You know, speaking of uh, Mr. Cohen and his checkbook, mm. he seems willing to do whatever it takes to bring a World Series to the New York Mets. Uh, Juan Soto just turned down four hundred and forty million dollars <laughs> from the Nationals. It looks like he's available for a trade. How much of the future, if you were managing the Mets, 
uh, Mr. Valentine, would you mortgage to add a player like Juan Soto to this year's team? Does he then make the Mets the prohibitive favorite if they're ever to, if they're able to pull off this trade? Well, you know their their offense hasn't been um, you know what you need it to be to be a great team. Uh, they 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 played really well at the beginning for the first whatever six six or seven weeks. Um, but for the last couple of months, that the offense isn't a championship offense. So uh, Soto would definitely add to that offense. It would make it um, it would make it one of the favorites, if not the favorite, uh, to to win and to win the whole thing. And I don't think um, you know that the the dollar amount uh, is going to, to deter Steve and, and the Mets from doing what they have to do. I think they're going to get creative. I think uh, they look at the, the Braves are running, running wild and they're right down their neck. Um, they're the defending champions. And what they did is uh, last year, they won a world championship because right about this time, even a little later, I think, you know, they changed things up and they, they took a team that had good pitching and uh, a sputtering offense, and uh, added four guys to their to their offense that uh, changed the dynamic. And I I think that um, I think the Mets are going to do the same. I think that uh, they're going to have a different team at the end of the year than they have now. Got about ninety seconds to go with former big league manager Bobby Valentine. Follow him on Twitter at Bobby Valentine. And Bobby, you're known uh, certainly when you got upset with with umps back in the day. Maybe you'd get caught, tossed and come back under a disguise, there's been a lot of talk about robot umps these days. Would you be in favor of having robot umps? Because it feels like that dynamic of manager and umpire gets taken away if we go to robot umps. Yeah, I think it's already taken away with the replay, and um, I definitely think we should have uh, a strike zone that's called exactly what it's supposed to be uh, every pitch that's thrown, and and uh, I love the guys. I like going out to have a drink or have dinner with uh, a lot of the the guys who are working as umpires. But uh, as far as balls and strikes are concerned, if we can get it right and do it with a robo up, I've been I've been a proponent of that for over 20 years now. When I thought that the technology was just around the corner, now that the the technology is here, I'm all in. Uh, it, it changes the game so much. Um, when when you miss the strike and you, you miss the ball, um, and the game is, is uh, set with rules that should be followed, those rules are that balls should be balls and strikes should be strikes. Bobby, really appreciate the Great time. Stuff, Great having Bobby V on the program. Come on back. Follow the money on Visa the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see all the changes and all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back alongside Sean King, I am Dave Ross. Follow the money here on VEASAN. Great having Bobby Valentine on in the last segment. And we had about, we could have gone another 30 minutes oh, with Bobby V with other like, questions I'm that we had. fascinated. Like, he really thinks the Mets are going to be buyers. And buyers potentially for Juan Soto. Yeah. Now, we've seen uh, at some places in, in Shop Around that maybe the Metropolitans would be the betting favorite right now to get Juan Soto. And when he won the home run derby last night, I tweeted out, now the Mets have won the last three home run derbies. True. Pete Alonzo and, and Juan Soto. Because it feels like now, it, this is almost Juan Soto's bidding. That when I offer you to be the highest paid player in the history of baseball, and you say no, the Nationals say, well, then you're forcing my hand. What do you want me to do? I can't keep you on the roster because your value right now will never be higher mm-hmm. than it is right now. The Nationals played a game of chicken with Bryce Harper. They lost. They lost. Right. Remember Bryce Harper, when he won the home run hitting contest as a member of the Nationals, there was talk about whether or not they should trade him at that point. They didn't. And they went to the end of the year. They offered him $300 million. He said no. So he walked. And then he went to Philadelphia. The rest is history. He wins an MVP there. So if Soto, who, by the way, you nailed last night in the home run derby. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Tip of the cap to you, sir. If Soto, how big a... a a balance of power. Because we talk about the bench, Metropolitan is about 7-1 right now to win the World Series. Like, to me, that's a number I might play right now. Like, normally you go, well, yeah, I missed the good number with the Mets, right? Mm-hmm. But if if Juan Soto is potentially on deck, and Bobby Valentine just said it, Steve Cohen, money is not an object for Steve Cohen. And if, to your point, he's pushing those chips to the center of the table right now, there's a good chance Juan Soto is playing in New York City before this year is over. Well, I mean, when you look at it, a talent like Soto at 23 years old kind of not only elevates whatever ball club he ends up with for this year, but also for the foreseeable future. Like, my question is, and you mentioned Bryce Harper, can Juan Soto walk at the end of this year? I'm not exactly sure where he is contractually, like as far as what he has left. You know, the, the Nats, I think, were trying to do this deal early. That's what and, I and thought. By, by the way, kudos to the Nats here. Right. But you you made – this isn't like, oh, we'll just make you an offer so we look like the good guys. We offered you, Juan Soto, the most money anybody's been offered in the history okay. of baseball. Right. Right. So, so he's got he's still got some ways to go. So they were trying the Nats to wrap have this up. some leverage. Right. The and, and the are, reason I was asking, because now as we look at the list of teams that can financially afford a $400 million Plus contract. I mean, you're talking Mets, Yankees, the California teams, mm-hmm. and it gets very slim after that. Then you get some longer shots. Right. So now it comes down to, okay, what are the Nationals looking for in return? You're talking well, about looking. a 23-year-old that just won the home run derby. They want a King's Ransom. And, and look- if you gave him a 15-year contract, he'd still be younger than Albert Pujols, who was in – the home run derby. So when you put it in perspective, I mean, they're going to ask for a King's ransom. So now I'd have to go and look at, you know, who can provide what in return from a prospect draft pick standpoint. You know, I'm I'm just not an an expert on on 
minor no. league system in baseball, so I don't know who has what. But you nailed it. The Nats would not be looking for current players right. in their prime. That's not what the Nats are trying to do if they're going to deal Juan Soto, which, by the way, they say we are we are open now. Business is open. The Juan Soto trade window is open right now. Mm-hmm. Now, Juan Soto, for his part, is confused by this. He doesn't understand why he's on the market. Don't take my word for it. Take Juan Soto's. I don't know. I haven't I haven't talked to anybody to tell me how that changed or what was the mindset, but definitely it's like you say, they a couple of weeks ago they were saying they will never train me and now they, all these things he came out. Uh, feels really uncomfortable. You don't know what to trust, but at the end of the day, uh, it's it's out of my hands of what decision they made. Juan, this isn't that confusing. This this cannot be a mystery. This cannot be a shock to the system that all of a sudden you well, they said they'd never trade me, and I just turned down their offer. So why do they want to trade me? Because you turned down the offer. If you turn down, you say no, Sean. If I offer you a new deal here, and you say no, I gotta go. Well, maybe I gotta move Sean to another network because he doesn't want to be a part of our organization. I kind of get where he's coming from though, because if you. Put the context on his comments with the fact that he was on the Nationals World Series team. So the recency of them being competitive and having Bryce Harper, Steven Strasburg, Max Scherzer, I can I understand it. So so as a as a, a younger professional athlete, you think that you can duplicate that success quickly. So I get it. But do you think this is more Boris, his super agent, where Boris is saying, we appreciate your offer, but we don't appreciate enough now to take it. So what we're going to do is wait, and we're going to let, let the price tag go up. And the Nats are trying to do the preemptive strike. Let's give you this deal. Let's lock you up. You're in D.C. You are Washington, D.C. based. I mean, it's brilliant by Scott Boris, because think about the leverage that that number being public creates. Yes. So, oh, baby. Right. So if we turn down 440, then the conversation doesn't even need to start. 500. Right. So it's brilliant by him. And we already got the, the terms of the deal as far as tenure, 15. So what we're probably looking for is a 12-year 500. You know, it's. I mean, so – and then he's coming off of winning the home run derby. I mean – He's good looking. He he seems like he has a great personality. They love him in DC. Yeah, like I mean, you could build your organization and make him the centerpiece of it for the next decade. Like yes. that's the kind of player Juan Soto looks like. Again, from Juan's perspective, I think what he's thinking is just because I said no to your offer, if I'm playing devil's advocate from Juan's camp, make just me another be, one. Right. Just because right. I said no to this offer doesn't mean I won't say yes to the next right. one. Right. And the Nats are probably like, we're going to throw this out there because we know he's going to say no. But at least from a public perception standpoint, it takes us off the hook with our fan base, who's probably still bitter that we didn't go overboard to retain Bryce Harper. Well, see, that's the thing. If you remember the Bryce Harper when that happened and I believe they offered him. They offered him three thirty, and and Bryce started that took less to go to Philly. So think about that, right? So the Nats back then, the, the discourse was, oh, the Nats are just doing this, but they really don't want to pay him. But we'll just do this so we look good in the public eye. I don't believe that to be the case. I think they made that was a legitimate offer to Bryce Harper, and Bryce said, Nah, I just don't want to be here. I'm so jealous. Of three, don't you just wish somebody looked at you at some point in your life and said. I think you're worth 400 million. I mean, just once. Like, think about the phone call. Hey, Juan, what's up, Scotty? Man, they tried us. What you talking about? They only offered you 440, 440,000? Like, no, 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 million. Oh, let go. I can hear it. Nah, 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 we can get more. Think about the conversation you turned down 440. but, But Juan Soto isn't saying no. Scott Boris is saying no. Oh, right? I know, I know, man. That's I, the way it is. I, so, like, my agent, like, if 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 Veasan called and said, you know what, we want to make you the highest paid broadcaster of all time, and then I would go, yes, right. And then my agent goes, no, 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 no. Now we can get more. We can get more. Yeah. What? What are you talking about? It's the highest paid at your profession. At least this is just the Freddie Freeman thing where he didn't know. Freddie had to fire his agent, right? I mean. Like, 
that's that's the thing here. So I, I guess from Juan's perspective, maybe it is naivete where he goes, well, I don't get it. Why do they now want to trade me? They said they wouldn't trade me. It's because your agent said no. Smart. If they're willing to give 440 before the home run derby, oh, he's, he's in the fives now. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. And the Nats know now. I think if you're the Nats, you got to deal him. The, the ceiling right now for trade value is max. Yeah, because as long as you're running, oh, what's it, Joanna Don out there pitching, you got no shot to win anything. No so, yeah, you we, might as well. Mejia should be on the rotation the way his ball was moving for so long. It was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of action. Wouldn't those be the, the best problems to have if you're Juan Soto? Yeah. Congratulations, Juan Soto. Also, congratulations to you guys who watched Follow the Money yesterday. Yeah. And got uh, the Juan Soto pick. So. And we gave you out that he should be the guy you should play for the longest home run. Yeah. I mean, bing, bing. Uh, by the way, we'll get to the All-Star game in hour number three. Because mm-hmm. I think you, you got some – the last thing you can wager on. But last night, if you had Juan Soto, Whew. cash those tickets, baby. They came home big time. Going to have Aaron Wilson to talk a little pro football when we begin hour number three. So much more to get to here in Father Money on VEASAN. And, you know, what's going on in Tampa Bay? We'll be cons- oh, should we be concerned about the Buccaneers? Absolutely. Really? We'll discuss when you come back with us. Follow the money right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Carl. Sup? Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. <laughs> Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service in the winning customer service in the winning customer service in the winning customer service. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.